0: I wouldn't say i'm doing this to leave a legacy i do this i do this because i enjoy it i do this like i said at the end of the day like you're able for this like you're able to make people feel certain emotions and you're able to make people feel related to right because at the end of the day that's why we all make music that's why we all listen to music Mm -hmm. it relates to what we're going through and it relates to what the person was going through when they made this shit Mm -hmm. at like i said when i pulled that lyric you know That dude really felt like, damn, why am I even doing this shit? The outcome of my income is that the dough isn't coming. And that's how artists feel all the time, is that, like, man, this shit's not good enough to make me money. Why the fuck am I doing it? This is Sad Boy Radio. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sad Boy Radio. I'm your host, Matt. And today we got a special guest. I'm going to let him introduce himself. He's been doing a lot of great work lately, so... Go ahead, man.
1: What is up? It's Boy Radio, and this is Steven JPEG, also known as Steven Nunez. I'm a photographer.
0: A photographer. Damn, but go ahead. Talk about what you've been doing lately, bro. Uh,
1: okay, yeah. So, like, I did Summer Smash last weekend. I was working on the media team, so I did a lot of good photos of a lot of good artists, you know, like Post Malone, Uzi, and Cardi. You know, Cardi actually posted my pic, too, but I didn't even realize it. I'm sorry, we're going off topic, but...
0: You just put, you just put, uh, who's who reposted your shit recently? Uh,
1: Cardi. Because, like, I didn't know that, like, he has, like, a Finsta account. Really? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's called, like, Opium Opium, and then, like, people were sending it to me, but I was like, it's like a fan page, but they were like, no, like, this him. And I was like, oh, and then if you Google it, like, it's like his page, but it, I think it's just so
0: crazy. That's honestly dope, and it's it's crazy that, like, you're so young being able to do that shit, right and we're gonna really get into that right now you know before we get into it guys go ahead like comment and subscribe we got a lot of good shit coming and psh, i mean he's the most famous photographer out here bro Fucking did sueños Lollapalooza, summer smash and this isn't his first year so make sure you guys check it out all right let's get into it right man i wanted to start off by you know how did you even get into doing all this photography shit? i mean you started. I know, you know, when I did my research, you've been doing it for like, I don't know, since 2015, maybe a little bit later. Um, so go ahead and talk about it a little bit.
1: I got into photography because I always wanted uh, to do like music photography because, I, you know, like you did your research, right? Like I was always going to concerts when I was like in high school and stuff like that. But basically, like I started doing photography and then in high school, like my journalism teacher gave me the key. She was like, you need to go to. Like a college and get a like like you know work for their newspaper to get that press pass to get into shows because i worked for my high school newspaper right and i was emailing all these people to try trying to get into shows they all shut me down and i was like yeah like i'm definitely waiting till i go to college like and i knew like i was gonna go to columbia and like get work for the chronicle and then you know i got there and then i used that and i just ran it up like i was getting into like a decent amount of shows and that's kind of how i did it like just through press like that was Like main key, like, and I would advise that to anyone who wants to get into music photography. Like, work for a publication, especially if you're in college. Like, definitely do college publications.
0: Damn. Mm -hmm. So, kind of run through that, you know, process a little bit because obviously there's a lot of people that would love to do that, but we don't necessarily know the steps to get there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, just for like my own story, um, I would say like, you know, if you're like young like me, in college, like, you definitely want to work for like, you know, I think every school has like a publication, like the Paul, the um i think you know columbia's you know the chronicle but basically um in the music industry like press matters like college press matters because think about it like you know people are age relative in the music and then they want to push their artists so basically you know featuring their artists in like your newspaper on your instagram and all that kind of stuff helps build that image it's like you know promo in a way so all that stuff like matters you know I, and i i i soon realized that as i was like going along with it but like, th- like, that's the way to go, like, like if you're, if you're looking for an outlet, like, definitely.
0: Damn, that's dope as fuck. And honestly, like, you know, even me personally, I, I think about that shit. It's like, okay, what steps do I need to take to even get that backstage to pass, to be able to go backstage and interview these artists? Because that's kind of like the next step, right? Because we can bring as many people as we want here, but sometimes you got to go to them, especially when they're the, you know, the next level artists. You got to create that, uh, what's it called, connection. Um, for you, what's the biggest lesson you've learned so far doing this photography shit? The biggest lesson I've learned is that
1: that there's just so much competition, and like that this is like definitely one of the hardest industries to like be successful in. Is not like like yeah, I'm like doing these shows and getting this content out, but getting paid for it and making a living off of that, doing that full time, is a whole other topic. So I just graduated college. I officially like got my LLC and like, you know, it's a officially a business like Steven JPEG. And then now I'm just trying to go 100% in, you know, getting paid for like all my work for all the shows that I do and then like trying to go on tour and like help work with artists and build, their, you know, brand images and stuff like that. And um, I'm just thinking like like, like that's like a like, like the, like the lesson that I've learned is just like how hard it is because, I mean, I knew it when I got in it, right? But that's just, like, a hard lesson. It's just, like, getting paid for it.
0: That's where our topic comes in today, right? You know, do I have what it takes? And that's really the th- thought that runs through a lot of people's minds when it comes to doing any type of artistry. It's, like, there's those nights where you don't really know. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if this is still the career that you can even achieve, right? And for you, how do you even deal with that?
1: Yeah, I actually think every day, like, I'm like, is this really going to work? I mean, I, I do put in the work and, like, trying to make things happen. But, like, every month is, like, more of, like, a mystery. Because usually, like, in the beginning of the month, I kind of get, like, a decent amount of gigs set. And then, like, I kind of get some more in here and there. But, like, every, every like, month is, like, a mystery. It's, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? Because I just graduated school. So now I'm kind of, like, like just, I'm just, like, free. Like, I have nothing.
0: To like, no do. school, no nothing.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, now I could fully go 100% with my work. So, I'm just really feeling it out these past couple of months, but yeah.
0: 100% feel you on that because when I graduated, I graduated in December. Yeah. I graduated early and it was it was one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm going to not go to grad school because I want to take that next step and I want to figure out what I need to do. And that's still one of those things that you're not really trained to do, right? There's no one provides a guide on like, okay, this is how you get to the next level. And it's kind of just consistency. Consistency is key. And that's what a lot of people tell me is like, you know, you're consistent with your fucking I can't even talk. I can't even think you're consistent with your product. Right. You're consistent with your output. And that's what matters, because that's what people are going to see at the end of the day. And I fell into a rut recently where it was kind of like I wasn't putting out enough content. I wasn't putting out the content I needed or wanted. And to me, it felt like I was falling behind.
1: Yeah, I felt like that, too.
0: But in reality, you're the only person that really has those expectations of yourself. It's not like anybody's waiting on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you, how has this early success impacted you? Because, you, you know, you're young. You're 22 years old. You worked for Sueños. You worked for Summer Smash. You were privately hired by DJ Merriam.
1: Starting it at like 18. I remember my first show at the Metro right there by Wrigley Field. And I was talking to this guy, and he was telling me, he's like, man, like, I really wish like I started like when I was eighteen years old and I was like, wait, well, how old are you? He was like twenty eight. And I was thinking to myself too, like, yeah, I I not even know how it would feel if I were to start at the same time as him. I'm like, but just like I think like the sooner you start the better because then you would just know if like of how like how it'll it'll work out for you or like if it's like really meant for you, you know what I'm saying? But like um I just think that, you know, like doing it in the beginning. It just felt, like, it felt cool and all. Like, it was great. Everything was so exciting and, like, great, and I was making great work. But, like, throughout the years, it's, like, it's like you got to think of it, like, now it's, like, okay, like, now this is a business. Like, now this is, like, work. Like, this is not all fun and games anymore. Like, because I do, I am passionate. I love doing my work. But I got to, you know, put food on the table. I got to, you know, take care of myself. I'm literally on my own now. So it's, like, a lot to think about, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And when did it take a turn for you?
1: I'd say it really took a turn for me in the pandemic because I, like, you know, shows were gone for, like, a year, right? And I had so much going on at the time. Like, like I was getting shows in, like, every week. I was doing all kinds of projects and all that kind of stuff. And then, boom, just imagine, like, in one day, it's all gone. Mm -hmm. And you're just thinking, like, man, like, and, you know, in the pandemic, like, in the beginning, like, no one didn't know what was going on. So i really felt like everything was over i felt like you know i had to take a different path like i literally was like working at culver's and like being a delivery driver at domino's and i ended up working at a japanese grocery store for like a whole year damn and then like i literally thought things were over like i i I would i just felt so lost and then um during that like that one summer in 2021 like i haven't done anything i wasn't doing no shows nothing I, i was really done like i thought it was over and then i got an email from rolling stone to do lala and I felt like, I don't know, like God reaching a hand out to you, being like pulling you back in. I say yeah right away. I did it and I was like, Yeah, like we're we're still doing this, like we're back in business, like we're like we're gonna keep going and then yeah, but like that that's how it was, like like feeling lost and all that kind of stuff.
0: That's fucking crazy. It was so
1: crazy. Like like I, like if it wasn't for like them, like I, I I would I would probably still be I wouldn't even be here.
0: For you like being contacted by, you know, that mm-hmm. big of a name, right? Yeah. Especially, like I said, being so young, you know, what was that feeling like?
1: I asked them, too. Like, when I met up with them at Lala, I was like, hey, like, like, I'm 21. Like, am I the youngest person that's ever, like, worked for you guys? And they are like, no, you're the second. And I was like, damn. But I, was, I mean, it wasn't like a thing for me to be like the number one. Not me to be in the first. Well, shit, yeah, second. The second, shit. like, it's still cool. But like, I think it's crazy how like they don't consider like how old you are based on like, you know, like, you know, how like some industries are like they won't hire you or won't like take you seriously just based on like how what age you are. But if you make great work, that's all that matters. You know, Then if you are like show that you are a professional, like, you know, they'll take you serious.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Especially just like I said, when it's that big of a name and personally even me, I felt like that where it's like I remember when I turned twenty two, I was like, damn, like all this shit I've done, all these accomplishments I have, it it felt like it meant nothing because I wasn't twenty one anymore. Yeah. Low key, I was just saying that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're young it's like you know, when you introduce yourself yeah. to people and then they they ask you your age, you're like, Oh, I'm twenty one and they're yeah. like you're you're 21 like young as fuck and then like you say 22 and it's not the same it's not the same reaction Mm -hmm. but i sit here and i think and i'm like you know what like to be doing all this shit still at 22 the only difference is you're so much closer to adulthood because you just graduate that it's like damn like i gotta actually start making money and i gotta make a career out of this otherwise people are just gonna look at me like a fucking bum because i do art
1: yes 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 bro you are you hit it right on the dot because that's why I'm so serious now about, like, my work and everything like that. Because all these accomplishments I've done, like, since from 18 to, like, 21, it's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. But now it should not be like that anymore. Like, this is just what I do. I'm always going to be doing great projects, make, cranking out great photos, doing big things. And then it just is what it is. Like, like I'm Like, I'm not going to, like, hold on to every single thing that I've done and be, like, you know, just, like, always, like, you know, brag about that. Like, I'm going to just keep doing more and more and more and more and more. Mm-hmm. For as much for as long as I can like I'm really gonna ride this thing to like the ground like Like you know what I'm saying, but um Yeah, I totally get that because now like when you tell people how old you are like, you know, they like they 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 expect You know you to like already be like, you know, the way you are
0: and like when you have those surreal moments Like there's definitely those artists that you work with that you're like damn I really never thought I'd fucking work with them. I don't know. Do you have the chance to meet them most of the time? Yeah yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Um,
1: Anyone that I was like surreal with
0: I don't think anybody,
1: to be honest. I'm being dead serious. Like like I don't get me wrong, like I love like everyone's music. Like that like you know, I've shot like I've listened to them and stuff like that. But like I don't like geek out over anyone. I just think that like I don't know. I, like like I said, like I I mean truthfully, like I really feel like I'm meant to be in this industry and do it. So like I always keep it a professional or whatever. But like I don't even say I don't even say too much either when I'm when I when I when I pass by them. Sometimes I ask for a picture if I have an opportunity, but um anyone that I like I geeked
0: out of that was like, Oh my god No nah i mean the thing is is you gotta look at it as you know business and you also gotta look at them as just people bro like that that's the main thing that and that's what i tell people all the time is like you could be the biggest star and if you're in this room with me bro i'm gonna treat you like a fucking person because that's what this conversation is for is to break down that barrier of just you know you're not like yeah you're this fucking star but it's also like you're this person first yeah But I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's still cool to be able to sit down and be like, yo, I had a conversation with this artist or damn, I shot, you know, this dope ass picture for this artist. I mean, because for me, like, you know, I'm behind
1: the scenes or I'm in the pit, you know, but you're not seen as a guy that really has a chance to say anything or like, you know, make conversation because you're just snapping photos. So it's really hard to, you know, get the opportunity to like say something or speak. But um, I mean, it's not a big deal. I like taking pictures.
0: Let's take it back. Right. A lot of the times people view this industry as, like, you're an overnight success. Like, this shit just happened one day. And you were put in this position because you got lucky. And at the end of the day, like, that's not the situation. The situation is it took a lot of work. It took a lot of long nights for me to just keep on grinding and keep on putting in the work. And that's what people don't see. For you, what was that like?
1: Well, I remember, like... Like when things started, when I first started getting into music photography, I was doing shows and stuff like that, and I met a couple of people from like my high school and stuff like that. Some people kind of assumed that this stuff was just given to me, like I didn't like you know set that path out on my own to try to get access to these places and you know do these shows and stuff like that. People think that like I just like all this stuff was like given to me because like you know like maybe like they might have thought like oh I'm because I know a guy and like, I didn't know anyone you know when oh, I got into yeah. this so I kind of just put myself out there. I was like hey I'm Steven, I want to take pictures like artists like I wanted to do music photography so that's kind of how it worked but um yeah like I I I just think that like I it's kind of it's kind of this stuff is like it, it's pretty mysterious if you think about like how people would get the chance to be backstage and like shoot artists and all that kind of stuff so why do you say mysterious not mysterious but I mean cuz think about it it's like if you're like behind behind the scenes like taking pictures of these artists like you, like it's not something that anyone can do you know what I'm saying you know how hard it is to like you know, work for, like, a media team or, like, you know, work as someone's personal photographer or just, like, you know, work for a publication that can get you, like, that kind of access and stuff like that. It's, like, really, like, complicated. Even, like, the people that you talk to, like, in, like, the industry, like, they wouldn't really, like, some people, like, gatekeep. Like, they don't really, like, tell you, like, how they get around or all that kind of stuff. Some people even, like, sneak in stuff. And, like, I don't, not about that stuff.
0: I was just talking to somebody about that before I got here, and it was mainly because, you know, when I was getting into this, People weren't giving me the opportunity. They weren't telling me, like, yo, slide through to this place or slide through over here. We got this event. Just like I was telling you now, like, people see this shit, and now they're like, oh, like, him? Definitely tell him to come through right now. And that's a good feeling, but it's also the feeling of, like, people didn't see what happened before this. They didn't see the journey that it took. And a lyric that I took from my boy, August Alsina, um, one of my favorite artists, right? He says, I know some days you feel like giving up, feel like time is running out and all you have is doubt, trying to keep your head up, but you're fed up, trying to stack your bread up. Like, how come the outcome of my income isn't though coming? And with <laughs> with that, it's like you're so frustrated at times, right? Because you're done. Like, you don't want to keep doing this shit. And it's so much easier to feel like giving up is the answer because you want these results, right? You want these people to help you out. And they're not helping you out they're not fucking handing you anything and that's why i say that you know when i meet new artists they're telling me like oh yeah let's do this let's do that like i got you i definitely want to come on they think this is some little shit that i've been doing for two weeks and i you know yes i need guests right but these artists specifically feel like i need them i've had artists tell me like oh you definitely need me or oh you definitely want me on like bro like Who are you to fucking tell me, like, what I need? It's also, I don't know if you've gotten this. You know, you're a photographer. I'm sure you've run into people that are like, oh, you should do this, you should do that, and try to give you advice on what to do, but, like, they don't even do what you do.
1: That happened a lot while I was in school, you know, photography classes and all that kind of stuff. Like, they were telling me, like, oh, you should take photos of this. Like, you should go to this. You should do that. Like, you should be talking to these people, this and that. But I'm like, they're talking to me like they know... My field and like what I do when it comes to from where I'm from like when I went to school and in class because like you know I would learn photography and stuff like that but like when I try to argue like doing projects like you know for the work that I like that I want to do and that I do they'd never accepted it because they'd be like oh like music photography like that's not a real field like that's not how to show like your true craft like your skills and all that kind of stuff but I'm like I didn't even argue I'm just like okay bro so like all through college, like I just I just kind of just did filler work just to get by, you know. And I just really focused on doing my own thing. But they always try to tell me like, like what I should be doing, and like you know critiquing like my work, and then like saying like, oh like anyone can do this, but I'm like really, and I'm like then how come you're not doing it?
0: Was that like the professors or like student other everybody. students? Yeah.
1: <laughs> everybody, everybody.
0: They're like they're like this just shows me you have a nice
1: camera. I'm like, okay. I just I'd be saying okay. I'm like all right. I be like okay ain't no one worth arguing with like when it comes to like my work or like you know just all that kind of stuff like i don't even waste a breath on that
0: especially because you know just like you said it's it's something that you know how to do yeah. all right if anybody can do it you go do it yeah you know what i'm saying yeah that's, that's the thing when it comes to like doing shit like this you know people will come and tell me like oh you should do this you should do that and i'm like bro like show me your credentials yeah show me what you've done like people think Like their opinions are valid and when they for something for things they don't even know about. It's like it's kinda like you just gotta take it with a grain of salt at that point. It's like, all right, you know, I appreciate what you're saying. I'll you know, I'll think about it. But sometimes when you hold on to somebody's opinion for too long and you value it too much, it gets into your head and you're like, All right, what can I change? What should I change? Do I even need to change this shit? And you know, the the way that I've, you know, started to think about it is like If people didn't give a fuck about what I'm doing, I wouldn't have any guests. I wouldn't have people that are like, yo, let me come on. Yo, let me be a co-host. Like, and that's the way I think about it. Like, you know, I just did the interview with King Inez. Mm -hmm. And to me that, like, that shit was so dope. And I just feel like that built an even better relationship. And when people see that shit, they're going to be like, that shit was raw. Mm -hmm. That shit, yeah. So that's the way I think about it, bro. Yeah, yeah for you like did those opinions ever get to you and how did it impact you? Uh uh.
1: In school none of those opinions mattered to me bro because I knew none of them knew what they were talking about or you know what I'm saying they can't tell me that like my work isn't like you know special or it doesn't show like true craft or like a style or anything like like I just I just I didn't even want to listen to anyone at school like I did not care.
0: Who's the one person's opinion that would fuck you up? Nobody. 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 Like, like, bro. No one
1: can't tell me anything. I really feel like no one can tell me anything right now. Like about like, like if someone told me like my work sucked, I'd be like, okay. (laughs) Like I don't know how to say it because. Thanks for your opinion. Thank you for your opinion. Like, like I feel like there's no way you can tell me that I suck. I mean, like besides like my accolades, but if you just look at the work alone, like I feel like my work always speaks for itself. Like I don't really like, you know, boast or like really like be cocky or anything like that. But everything, like every opportunity I have, I've gotten. Was just through my work like i said like rolling stones just found me and it reached out to me i'm like bro that that if that doesn't say a lot like i don't know what else what does you know what i'm saying like like i always let my work speak for itself you know but like i just think that like no one's opinion would really like shatter me if they say something about like any of my photos or just like me in general like like nah
0: so then where does that self-doubt stem from self-doubt just yeah. from me but yeah. what created that self-doubt because when we talked you were like you know, sometimes as an artist, you have this doubt, like, can I even make it? Yeah. yeah so yeah. where the fuck does that stem from then?
1: Well, it, it stems from this, right? Like, let me tell you this. Like, I, I just founded my own business and I'm, 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 you know, doing shoots and I'm trying to build more clientele and I'm trying to, like, build a business by myself. Like, this is just me. I'm employed by myself and it's like, you know, like a self-management business. So thinking about it and i think a lot of that self-doubt just stems from like even what happened to the pandemic like all that just went gone from like a day so it's like i mean i don't think that's gonna happen i hope not you know knock on wood or this plastic but like but like um i just think that like you know um i'm just it's just it's just really like um like nerve-wracking you know because you really don't know what's coming it, it, it's like it's like it's like it's like it's like exciting but scary
0: you know especially like you said going month to month you don't even know what's going to happen yeah, next like
1: i don't have like every single show or thing planned out it's like things just happen
0: that's worse for you because you don't even have control of that
1: yeah i really have no control even when i show up to concerts or th- events like like all the work that you see like none of this stuff is pre-planned out like it's just i go in there i get what i get and that's it like like my everything is just like kind of like a like a mystery, you know. It's like everything like you just don't know what's gonna happen. You just gotta be ready for it.
0: How do you get that perfect shot, bro? That's that's what, that's thing, what I wanted know. Is
1: the thing, it's like it's like it's just luck. Like you just have to be at the right place and the right time. Cause you don't know what the artist is gonna do on stage. You don't know what's about to happen. You don't know if they're gonna jump in the crowd. You don't know if they're gonna like say something or bring someone out. Like you literally don't know anything. I it, like you know, yeah, you can have, like a, like, a good camera, you know, your settings and all that kind of stuff, but it's just it's just being in the right place at the right time, like, I literally don't know what to tell you. Like, you know, you saw my photos for Cardi? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is for everyone who, like, wants to know how that situation was, right? Play by Cardi has a crazy crowd, right? You know, it's, it, 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 like, to the point where it's, like, dangerous, like, health-wise, you know what I'm saying? Because people could get crushed and all that kind of stuff, so... They're going to be consistently, like, pulling people over the barricade so, you know, they could be safe and stuff like that. Therefore, you know, that pit area is not only for, like, safety, for getting people over, but it's for the media. So, basically, to um, reduce, like, a hazard, they only allowed four photographers from our media team in the pit and, like, a couple videographers, too. But, like, I wasn't chosen to be in the pit. and It was no big deal or whatever. But, like, I was like, all right. And I was going to tell myself, like, oh, I'm going to just watch the show. So the first, like, he just came on. I'm just, like, watching it from the VIP with my girlfriend. And I was like, I was like, nah, fuck that. I was like, I'm going to go out there. So I literally pulled out my camera. I went in the pit with everyone mosh spitting and going crazy. And I was just shooting photos, like, you know. And I was just telling myself, I was like, look, if this shit sucks, if it's ass, like, it is what it is as long as I tried, you know. And then, bro, he literally posted my work just from shooting photos in the crowd, you know. Like, I could have been anywhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, like, you know, I just, just ran in there, just, you know, just, like, raw-dogged it.
0: But <laughs> well, yeah. You weren't afraid of your shit getting messed up? No, nah, I fight people, bro. <laughs> Damn, dead ass. I remember when we went to the Merriam event. Yeah. Fucking, you know. Do you know Drip's photographer, Joe? No, I don't. Oh, he live in Joe? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. Never mind. I take that back. <laughs> so yeah. well, you know how he was shooting for uh Drip and fucking Inez? Mm-hmm and then we seen you with your fucking equipment and we're i was like that guy's ready that guy's prepared he said me me and him looked at you and we're like damn it really be like that out here um but honestly yeah that's fucking crazy bro i know you say you're passionate about this because you wouldn't do any type of artistry if you weren't passionate about it anyways right Mm -hmm. yeah so aside from passion why do you continue to do this if you have that self-doubt cuz just like 21 Savage said, right? You could easily quit. I don't know yeah, if you seen yeah, that yeah, recent I interview I I did, I did. where he's like if you, you're trying to rap and you got this much money, just fucking quit rapping and go buy real estate or some shit, right? I don't got money. I don't, <laughs> I don't have money. But yeah. It's like it's easy to quit. You could you could go find a job. Anybody can go find a job and stop doing this shit. So why do you keep doing it?
1: I think why I keep doing it is just because of how young I am. Because the thing about it, like, if I was – if I had a lot of, like, like things to take care of, right? Like, if I was, like, married, had a family, and I had to, like, you know, pay, like, a mortgage and all this stuff, I wouldn't have leverage to just, you know, go out and do shows and, like, try to freelance and do all this kind of crazy stuff and network to try to build my business. But, like, I'm really – taking advantage of the time that I have now to see how far I can take it, you know? And I am an, i didn't have this kind of mindset or perspective while I was in school, but like, now I just got out of school, I'm like, okay, like, I'm an adult, so it's like, you know, you kind of think so beyond and broader about it, so I am really passionate about my work, and yes, I do have self-doubt, but I, I, I think that, like, I just have to really take advantage and see how far I can go, because if I didn't try, I would just be living with like regret or just thinking like, man, like what 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 could have what could have happened. That's why I'm like, like I said, like I'm writing this to the dirt, like just seeing how far it can go until it ends. So
0: it's easier to live with oh wells than what ifs. Yeah, so. That's something that like my cousin taught me early on, and I feel you a hundred percent on that shit about the fact that like being so young and having that like no responsibilities, right? You could really do whatever the fuck you yeah, want, literally. You can really, like, keep doing the shit. And that's why, like, I guess to me, gaining more responsibility, that scares me in life, right? What scares me the most is almost... I fucking hate commitment, bro. I fucking hate commitment because because... Once you commit to something, like I feel like you gotta stick it out and not say like, you know, say it were to become toxic with anything. You know, and as just talked about how toxic relationships are more than just with a significant other, but it's anything in your life that doesn't serve you anymore. I feel like having that commitment it's just kind of it's there, bro. Like you gotta make sure that something else is okay before you take care of, you know, what you love and to me like this is what i love to do so at the end of the day i'm committed to this i don't know what else i could commit to so what is it you hope to accomplish
1: my main thing right now is going on tour like i want to just shoot for an artist not just anyone but like i'm really looking for an artist who is just trying to build their career you know build their fan base and like i really want to like really shape their like public image and stuff like that you know like them doing shows interacting with fans you know behind the scenes in the studio or leaking with other people and all that kind of stuff like that's what i really want to do so right now um i'm actually like trying to network with this guy so next week i'm going to la and i'm going to shoot this show for this artist who is just you know starting to like perform he just sold out his first two shows i'm going to the second show and i'm really trying to pitch like my vision and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and like what i can do so i'm playing putting all my cards on on that like i'm really paying my own money just to go out there just to meet him just to shoot a show like I never like pay to travel to shoot anything but this is my first time doing that so I'm really hoping to do that Mm -hmm. but it's like well but yeah yeah but this is like like someone that like I I feel like I can really do a good job for
0: yeah what kind of music
1: all right so a lot of people don't don't know this about me but like like yeah like I'm a hip-hop photographer and stuff like that but like my taste in music is like If you listen to, like, what I listen to, you think, like, man, like, I would not expect that. But basically.
0: He's about to say K-pop or some shit. No! No, 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 no.
1: So, like, this artist, right, that I'm going to shoot next week. You can look him up after this. But his name is Deco, right? Is it recording? Okay, yeah, yeah. So, So his name is Deco, right? He's from Atlanta. He's a producer. He raps. But he's different because he made his own Vocaloid. You know what a Vocaloid is? Think of, like, an AI software, like Siri or something like that, and just making it sing and stuff like that. But usually, like, like for my, most vocaloids, they're, like, singing ones, but this one's a rapping one. So basically, like, he would, like, rap, make his own music under himself, and then he would use a vocaloid and make music with that, and then they would do songs together and all that kind of stuff. So imagine going to a rap show, and then you're seeing, like, not only, like, a rapper perform, but a vocaloid on a hologram on stage. That's next level, bro. So like this guy is just, he just did his, he, he's doing his first two shows, right? He just did Atlanta last Thursday. He sold that out and he sold out LA. So I reached out to his manager and I'm like trying to like pitch my vision and all that kind of stuff. And you know, I, I am I have access, like I'm gonna go do it. So I think that like, I'm just giving them like a testimony of my work and just see what I can do. Hopefully get a chance to sit down and talk to not only him or just like his manager or whoever, and just really see who, like what I can do. Cause I really, I like, I like, I'm really passionate and I really see like what they're doing so yeah but like yeah but back to like my music taste, like yeah I like music like that like where it's like like Vocaloid or like futuristic or like you know
0: kind of like quirky in a way you know what inspired this vision right what this it? vision of I want to go on tour with a specific artist I want to help build this brand because it definitely is easier to go find an artist that is already established you know they got the money for sure so you're kind of it's almost like you know when you have a music manager that music manager takes that risk with you because the music manager is investing money into the artist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what yeah, inspired yeah. this from you?
1: Before photography, it's always been about music. Like, I just like music. But, like, you know, I had a favorite artist. Um, at the time, it was, like, G-Eazy. I was, like, 14, okay?
0: And then, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You and were into the white boy that could rap? Yeah, basically. And
1: then um, he had a personal photographer. And then, like, I really, like, but right when I saw his work, I knew, like, like I can do that. Like, like I like I felt like a calling that like I, I meant to do that too. So, um, you know he's been there since like day one with him, and then like that's been like home my main thing like since I got into photography. Like, like I'm not just doing it just to shoot artist. I'm finding that guy, or you know, whoever, that I can like, you know, document their career and like you know build up with them. Like I don't want to be a guy that's like bouncing around show to show, festival to festival, and shooting just everybody. Like I really want to be. Associated with one artist and like really develop it and like work with him and do all kinds of stuff, you know. I feel like that would be really fulfilling to me, to be honest.
0: You want to be like, uh, what's his name from the Kanye doctor documentary? Oh yeah, 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 Cootie? Uh,
1: Cootie, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Basically like that, yeah. But um, that that's always been like my main thing. But um, now like that I've just finished school, like you know, and I just saw I discovered his music through the pandemic, and then I didn't I never thought he would be performing or whatever, but. It just it's just like the perfect time, you know. Mm. So yeah.
0: So why not music videos? Why
1: not music yeah. videos? <laughs> people people always say like, oh, why don't you do music? Bro? You got to get into music videos. Because you not like to videos. me, you mentioned to me, you're yeah. like,
0: I don't I don't want to do music videos. Yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. I don't want to do music videos because I just I just don't want to come up with crazy stuff or like do a production and like you know get all these people involved and all that kind of stuff. Like I just like taking photos. Like I would just show up to your concert or your event shoot photos of you and call it a day. Like I don't wanna like I don't have that I'm like my head is not there when it comes to like literally like and obviously if someone's a music video director, they have like visions and all that kind of stuff, what they want to do. I do not. I literally don't like no.
0: Hey you need to hang out with Cole Bennett a little more bro. <laughs> uh that shit I mean that shit is crazy because even now like after doing the edits for this shit, right? They're minimal edits. But when I do a cool ass cut, to me that that shit makes me happy or like When I cut it at the right time, so with the intro, right, I always put a clip at the beginning, and then it cuts to my intro, like, this is Sad Boy Radio. But when I cut it perfectly, that shit makes me so happy that it got me into, you know, the cinematography in movies. I just went to watch Jurassic World, and that shit was... They did such a cool cut where the camera cuts away, but a car pulls up, and it, like, was smooth as fuck. I'm like, that shit was raw as fuck. To me, when I was younger... A year ago, I wouldn't have appreciated that. I would have been like, oh, what? Like, whatever, bro. All right, man. So you say that you're not, you don't get starstruck by anybody. You don't get geeked out. But who's the one artist you would want to work with?
1: It's definitely this artist that I'm going to go shoot on the 4th of July in L.A. named Deco. Like, he, like, I really, like, rock with his music. And the fact that it's going to be, like, his second show. And he's already sold out, he's already sold out, like, his first two. So it's going to be a big deal. Because, I mean, if you think about it, right? You know any like you guys' is, like favorite artists that's like big like Kanye or like Travis, you know how they show photos of like their first couple of shows and then they're like you know it's like a small venue, small crowd. Like just to be that guy that's gonna like have those images
0: is so important. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. See, my favorite artist, I think bro, I think it always goes back to August Alsina and Bryson Tiller. I fucking love that R and B shit, especially when it's talking about like the darker concepts, right? My favorite album, that lyric that I pulled, it's from this album called This Thing Called Life and i would suggest you listen to it just because i feel like we kind of got a similar mindset and that album is one of my favorite albums because it kind of highlights the dark times of being a 20 something year old right a young 20 year old where there's that uncertainty of can i do this there's that uncertainty of does this person really love me that type of shit and it's really it also comes down to look at how far i've come that's the song title of that and it's just like we were talking about, look at how far I've come. From when you first started, you were out here just shooting people. I feel like a
1: newspaper. Yeah. School. Well, you, know? <laughs> you were just
0: you were just shooting people. Like yeah. uh, from your page, you were just yeah. shooting people. I know. I'm not even gonna say the name, but I, I recognized this one girl from your page that was. Um, you shot pictures for her, and I was like, damn, like you were just doing that. Then you got into music photography, and it's really like, look at how far I've come from where I started. Even that video with Kaylani, bro, that fucking little ass video where she's like, hey, where you at? Where you at?
1: Bro, that day I had like a a really big pimple on my forehead. It was like right here. And then I put like one of those band-aids over it. But I was like so nervous. I I literally just went there just to go meet her because she was so pretty. But like when I got right in front of her, I I told her I was like, I don't know what to say. And then she was like, It's okay. And I was like, Well, can I get a picture? (laughs) She was like, Sure. And then that was it. And I was like, You do a video on my Snapchat.
0: He said he was he was fifteen years old over here trying to get at Lottie. Yeah, for real.
1: (laughs) I didn't say nothing. I I was all, I froze up.
0: Have you ever? Ah, see, he did get starstruck over somebody. But no, but that's
1: not even like work though. Yeah. That's not work.
0: Have you shot for her? No, never. No, never. Do you hope to?
1: Nah, no. 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 I yeah. No. I don't know why, but no. Like honestly, I think after that, fa- like 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 that album. What was, what was that album called? What was that tour she was for. It was like it was like that album where she's like sitting on a plane, but it's like a cartoon kind of like it's like a drawing. Uh, it's called like oh, You Cloud Should 19. Be Here or uh, Cloud Nineteen maybe. No, it should, I think it was You Should Be Here. But like nice after that, like I think I like stopped listening to her music because like she really really blew up.
0: I know what you're talking about. Honestly, like I'm kind of like a hipster though when it
1: comes to like an artist blowing up. Like I don't even listen to their music no more. That happened with like Playboy Cardi. Chippy Red, like when they just blew up and I was just like, eh. Ah. Like I still listen to music, but I'm not like like diehard fan or whatever. Because like in high school, you know, like SoundCloud era, like I was listening to all those rappers. And going to all the concerts too. Uh no,
0: not me, not me. I was I was out on that one. I was like, I'm good. No, man. I was showing up to everything, bro. When the SoundCloud era happened, I was like, I don't like this music. Wow. <laughs> it's bro. not for me. I was me. all about it, bro. I didn't listen to X or Juice until like they died. So really? yeah, no, I because Honestly, all that controversy around X all the time, I was okay. like, I'm good. I remember, I remember in high school, right? Like it was
1: Juice World's first video on on their It was uh, all girls are the same, and my friend Ezra showed me the video. I was like, Yeah, he's alright. I didn't think he was gonna be that good, but then he dropped Lucid Dreams, and I was like, Yo, he's fire. And then he just like, I didn't know he was gonna be that much of a big star, yeah. but he literally accomplished so much, like within like two years. And I'm just so proud that like I got a photo of him before he died. Not like right before he died But like, you know what I'm saying Like, like at Summer Smash And that's, that photo was like a banger But basically like I, I just think like, like That's why it's important To like shoot artists in general Because you know You never know Like when they'll pass You know Because like, at some point Like we're all gonna die Not yeah. to be dark But like you know what I'm saying Like just stuff like that is important
0: just being able to you know ca- just like you say capture those moments and what would it be i wouldn't even say memorialize them in a sense mm-hmm. memorialize them you know making sure that that legacy lives on that's what i always talk about is that i want to be remembered for this shit i just had an interview like an online interview with this place called shout out la and that was my main thing is like i'm afraid to be forgotten low-key like yeah, I'm afraid to be forgotten. I want people to be able to look back on this shit and be like, that that dude, he dropped some gems right there. Or just, you know, being able to make people comfortable enough to talk about the shit that's going on with them.
1: You know, yeah, that whole idea of just le- leaving a legacy, too. Like, I, I didn't really think about, like, doing that type of stuff with my work. I think, like, everything I'm doing right now is more of just, like, personal fulfillment. Like, I just think that, like, you know, this is just something that I felt a calling to do, and I was just personally interested, too, like... Like, I didn't think about, like, how my work would affect other people, like, what people would think of it. And, I honestly, like, I'm just blown away because a lot of people, like, you know, use my pictures for, like, their profile pictures or their, like, lock screens or, like, they ask me a lot of questions or they, like, recognize me and they say, like, oh, what's up, Steven? Like, like it's crazy how, like, I would, like, sometimes just be outside and, like, just people would just, like, call me out. Like, it's just crazy.
0: Do you know them, like, when they, like, no, they just no. they just recognize the you? The craziest thing that
1: happened was when I did Lala for Rolling Stone. I felt like it was it was a craziest experience because not only i was doing the work right when i would walk through the crowd and like you know through everything people would be like oh congratulations congratulations like because i was like doing the work for them and Rolling Stone was like people were saying oh steven like it was just nuts even at summer smash too like it's just crazy do you still do the work for rolling stone yeah i'm gonna be back with them next month for lala but um they hit me up here and there like i did Dirk show for them at the united center but yeah damn yeah like it's just crazy that like you know i didn't i didn't think that like I would i mean i'm not saying i'm leaving a legacy who knows if i might but like that's just i don't think i have i don't think that's part of my goals like i just this is i feel like it's just like i don't know like you like
0: i mean you're you're doing this to leave a legacy right i wouldn't say i'm doing this to leave a legacy i do this i do this because i enjoy it i do this like i said at the end of the day like you're able for this like you're able to make people feel certain emotions and you're able to make people feel related to right because at the end of the day, that's why we all make music. That's why we all listen to music. Mm-hmm. It relates to what we're going through, yeah. and it relates to what the person was going through when they made this shit mm-hmm. at like I said, when I pulled that lyric, you know, that dude really felt like, "Damn, why am I even doing this shit? The outcome of my income is that the dough isn't coming, mm-hmm. and that's how artists feel all the time. is that like, man, this shit's not good enough to make me money." Why the fuck am I doing it on that note, man? I did want to ask you one last question, and what what- what is it that would make you feel fulfilled with everything you do?
1: Yeah, I always be thinking about that, but I think right now it's it's going on tour. I feel like that's the next step in my career and stuff like that, but I feel like every time like when I fulfill it there's always something else that I'm like, okay, now I want to do this. Now I want to do that because in the beginning, like, I you knew I got into music photography. That was one step, right? And I was doing that. I was like, okay, now I want to do a lot of Palooza. I did that. Then I was like, now what? And I was like, okay, now I just want to go on tour, you know?
0: Low key, that's how I've been feeling lately. It's like, once I got that King of Neza interview, I was like, what do I do next? What <laughs> what what's the next big interview? Just climbing, you know. You don't even realize it because sometimes the answers aren't even directly there. They're not presented to you. It's until that opportunity comes and it's like, I want that. Let me go get that real quick. Yeah, it really be like that out here, bro. Shit. Um. But on that note, man, I wanted to leave you with uh, you know, Bryson Tiller. Keep doing what you're doing. There's a, uh, in the song, he has his. I think it's his grandma. And she calls him saying that you know she loves him and that you know keep doing what you're doing because it matters and it's gonna it's gonna mean something one day maybe the answer isn't clear right now and you know i pulled that because of your self-doubt it doesn't seem like you got that much self-doubt bro you you you, you misled on. me a little bit but, no, no, I be, nah. Nah. it seems like you got a good head on your shoulders and that you know what you want to do and that you're on the right track bro at the end of the day like. Like we said, we're young as fuck, bro. 22, like...
1: And it's hard figuring everything out. Like, I'm really just going on the internet every day just figuring stuff out.
0: I think that part of the journey is honestly one of the best, right? It's just, like, yeah, it's draining. Yeah, you don't want to do it. A lot of the times I don't want to get up and, like, go fucking at it. But at the end of the day, like, once you're done with it, it feels so fulfilling to see the final product. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Definitely, definitely.
0: I appreciate you coming through, bro. I had, a, I had a dope time talking to you, and honestly, I feel like we're definitely going to chop it up more even after this, uh, future events, so I really hope to do a lot of work with you, bro. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, guys, that's going to be all for today. Thank you for watching. Uh, make sure you go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe. Sad Boys for real. Peace out. This is Sad Boy Radio.